right, guys, I got another great episode for you today. This is Coach Dana Cavalier with the Becoming a Champion Show. And today I sat down with the founder of Gym Guys, one of the fastest growing franchises in fitness in the world. These guys are amazing. Josh York is the founder. I sat with him. Great energy, incredible energy. And he's the kind of guy that does whatever it takes to make it happen. And you're going to be inspired today. You're going to want to take action and run through a wall after this episode with Josh York on the Becoming a Champion show. So sit back and enjoy this great episode. If you like it, give us a thumbs up, give us a like, and put some comments down below. Well, I'm excited to have you here. I, um, I always try to get my Long Island entrepreneurs uh, on here and um, you know talk about your journey. I know it's been an exciting one. I've enjoyed following it. Sometimes Thank we you. don't know who's watching us. We're just doing our thing. We get so caught up in the work. But I know there's a lot of people out there that could be very, very motivated by your journey, what you do, your energy, and what you, what you bring uh, to the world of business. So for those that, that don't know Josh York and Jim Guys, you know, wh what, is, what is Jim Guys? We are disrupting the entire fitness industry. We bring the workout to you. There's no brick and mortar. We come in one of our beautiful vans stocked with enough equipment to provide you a fantastic workout 365 days a year. And we back ourselves by our three C's and that's convenient, customized and creative workouts. Service clients anywhere from their home, office, pool, park, place of worship, hospitals, senior homes, assisted living facilities, corporations, you name it, we deliver it. And it's great to make a living but it's much better to make a difference. And that's what we're doing on a daily basis. Yeah, I love it, man. So uh, I grew up on Long Island a lot like you. Uh, I think we're bred a little bit differently out there. It's just my thought process. Having been around the world, I've seen a lot of different folks. And there's a very unique energy to the place where we come from. How has that helped you as a business professional and as a person? Listen, man, it doesn't matter where I, where I was raised. It doesn't matter if I was raised in some random rural area in the mountains of Colorado, it doesn't matter. I'm going to win. That's it. It's just very simple. Nothing's going to stop me from winning. I'm just keep eyeing that spot at the top and I'm coming for it. And that's it. Just, you know, listen, you know, everyone likes to play victim, you know, and you know, the problem is nowadays, <laughs> you know, people think second place is first place and third place is first. first place is first place. That's it. There's no other place. It's the only place to be one is first place. You know, I was telling this to my kids the other day because like, you know, you give you awards for sixth and seventh place for showing up. That's not a winner. It's not a winner. Winner's number one. Winner's first place, you know? But like, you know, is Long Island great? Yeah, I love it. It's, you know, but I can give you a list of probably hundreds of people I can think of at the top of my head that are in that category of, you know, people that fold like cheap chairs and yeah. are weak-minded and they're never going to get anywhere in their life and they love to make excuses. Like, I get these messages sometimes uh, through social media. I, I as soon as I start reading it, I just block the person because I, I can't have that any type of negativity around me. I just don't like that energy. Um, but everyone's got an excuse. Everyone, you know, listen. Doesn't matter where you are, especially in the world we live in today. You can make something happen. It's up to you. It's for you to lose. Yeah. You know what? I love that attitude. It's it's much like sport. You know, in in baseball where I come from, you can't cheat. Your stats are your stats. And if your stats suck, you suck. And it's that it's that simple. But we've got into this narrative today where, like you said, sixth place, seventh place. Hey, you tried, right? You came out, you gave it a shot. Congrats. But to do what you're doing, right? You used the word earlier, disrupt. 
to disrupt, you have to have a certain energy and a certain vibe. How do you keep that energy and how do you keep that vibe up every single day for you? You got to be hungry. You got to want it. That's it. You got to want it, you know? And for me, like, obviously my why has changed a lot over the years, but you got to have a purpose of why you're doing it. And um, number one, obviously is for my, for my children, right? Like I had a very rough life growing up and I want to be able to give my kids everything that I've never had. That's number one. Number two, I'm going to make more millionaires in, in, in my franchise system than anyone's ever done before. And, and, that, and that's also on my corporate side. I'm going to do things that people have never done because you know what? You never get anywhere alone. It's just yeah. never going to happen. The only place you get somewhere is by surrounding yourself with other great people and being smart enough to understand and know where your talents are and focus and stay in that lane so you can obviously delegate whatever weaknesses you have that you're not strong at and bring in other professionals to help you. And when you get a great team in place and you get a great culture in place, that's how you win. And, and for you, how do you go about finding people? Because today is a really interesting time. It's always been an interesting time, but you know, with internet marketing, there's a lot of people that say they do this, they say they could do that. How have you surrounded yourself and your brand with A plus talent? Look, you know, the, the truth is hiring is a mystery and firing is a fact. Okay. You're, you're never going to know. I just, I'm just very good at EI, understanding people, emotional intelligence. It's a, it's a, it's a very high level skill of mine. Um, I go best, I go based on the feeling of how I feel and honestly, if I if I if the answer to the question is no the, of what I had this person over my house for dinner, I'm not bringing them on board. It's very simple. That applies to a franchise partner and that applies to a applies to a team member here at corporate. I need to feel the connection and I need to feel it deep. Right. And and I know pretty quick because you everyone always says hire slow and fire fast. And that is 100 percent correct. 100 yeah. percent correct. Because the longer you keep any type of cancer within your organization, they're going to slowly start pulling everyone else down with them. Mm. So it's gotta be, it's gotta be quick. And look, have I made mistakes? Absolutely. I make mistakes all the time, Yeah. but you gotta just move quickly and you know, you can't overthink things, you know, you gotta just make decisions quick and move. Yeah, no, I love that. And you, did you, you started as a personal trainer? Yes. I started as a personal trainer. I was a personal trainer. I'm the first, I'm actually the first personal and only personal trainer to ever be able to perfect this service of what we do and, uh, you know, scale it. You know, we are the largest personal training company in the world, as, as well as franchise in the world. We service almost a thousand cities now in the United States. We operate in Canada, the United Kingdom, um, and uh, we're just getting started. We are just getting started. Yeah. So for you, I'm sure since you got started, have there been people that try to rip off your brand, what you do or the how, oh, how you I do so, it? I, I, listen, what's the saying? It's, a, it's a, an African... Um, proverb the lion doesn't turn his head when a small dog barks mm. okay so at the end of the day i don't pay attention to that nonsense <laughs> yeah i've had people on long island trying to copy me and they're all out of business all of them and people who started and tried to franchise they're not even franchising anymore listen no one is going to beat me i don't care if people like me i don't care if people think about me i know i'm very straightforward i'm very intense that's who i am and i'm i'm not for everyone and that's fine but I'm going to be who I am and I'm always going to be real about it because it's very important. But at the end of the day, you should be thinking the same way I think. Like, I believe I'm the baddest person in the world and no one's going to touch me. Mm. I believe I'm unstoppable. And I also push myself to limits using fitness as my as my real, like, driving force to everything in my life. Because mm. if you don't move your body, you're never you're going to have big problems, right? Movement secure to everything. Yeah. Um, I don't actually even subscribe to, to illness. I don't. I never get sick. 
rarely knock on wood. It's like once in a blue moon. I just don't subscribe to it. And I've never taken a sick day in my life, in yeah. my life. So, you know, when you start thinking the same way I'm thinking, I, I think you're going to start winning too. Yeah. How do you, how do you cue that up for yourself though? How do I chew it up myself? Cue it, cue it. How do you cue oh, that cue every day? Like what, what feeds that beast right there? You know, well, you know, I, I have the whole concept of fuel your drive. It's um, the four cool. pillars of success and it's the core values of our organization, name of my book, name of my podcast. And um, I just, you know, so you have a small part of your brain right here called the reticular activating system. And, you know, this part of your brain is really what absorbs, you know, a little bit of information, but that information is, is what you believe on a daily basis. But I also have something really small right next to it. And it's called the dirty closet. And in that dirty closet is all the people who told me I couldn't do it, who laughed in my face. I remember every professor that told me I was a dumb jock and I never would, you know, would amount to anything. And, you know, I'd probably make what, what they make in a year. I make in a month, if not less. So at the end of the day, you know, I like to use others, people's ability to tell me that I can't do it because you never don't ever tell me I can't do it because I'm going to prove you wrong every single time. Yeah. And um, that's honestly one of it, one of, one of the driving forces. But the other is I just want to be the best, man. I just want to be the best at everything I do. I give everything 150 percent effort. And that means if it's the toilet seats in my bathroom that I will literally wipe urine myself or if I take my phone calls. And I will multitask and I will literally be in the parking lot with one of those grabbers and cleaning up the trash. So my property looks pristine mm. because presentation is everything. And I'm obsessed with that. Yeah. And, you know, like the other day, actually, someone was honking and they're like, nice job, janitor. I did one of these. But you know what? People ask me all the time. You're the CEO. Why, why do you do that? Why do you why are you cleaning the toilet seat? I don't want urine on my toilet seat. Yeah. This is our representation of our company. Yeah. Like you should leave things better than they were before. Everything like if you actually come into our headquarters, you can eat off the floor. Yeah. And honestly, Beautiful. I don't even have a cleaning crew. I have someone just picks up the garbage. That's it. Everyone takes care of their own stuff. But that's called leadership. That's called leading by example. That's called setting the standard. Like when people are aligned with that within your company, everyone's going to follow. But you got to surround yourself with the right people. Yeah. No, I love that. It's funny because I had five gyms. And the one thing everybody used to say was, hey, coach, why, can we get a cleaning crew? And I said, listen, when you clean the toilet every night, you will be less prone to pissing on it the next day. It's true. Right? And you take a lot of pride in, in, in things, right? Everything matters. Clean mirrors, clean floors, clean every, everything. And it's a reflection of, of how, how you do business. And, you know, when you see your brand, your brand is very clean. Everything is clean, you know, and... Uh... It starts at the top, my friend, you know, like it starts at the top, you know, yeah. people think, you know, you can win and, and, and be comfortable. Yeah. That's never going to happen. Yeah. There's no, there's no comfort, right? Hey, Josh, in, in your journey, how do you deal with like, like everybody else, you're human, you have some things that, you know, you take a hit every so often. How do you rebound off of a hit? Dude, I take a hit every day, multiple times on a daily basis. So, hmm. you know, I, 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 um, I actually, I don't have it here, but I actually bought a fire extinguisher and I keep it in my office now and I, and I show it to people all the time because you're putting out fires on a daily basis. Honestly, I have trained myself through fitness, through fitness. Okay. I believe suffering is the answer to everything. And I do some really twisted stuff that most people would end up in a hospital and they wouldn't do. And 
that's my way of like, see the way I visualize and see this in my mind is like when I, when, when like that pain is trying to stop me, like Josh, you're going to, you're going to have a heart attack. You got to stop. Like Josh, you can't breathe anymore. You're going to stop. I'm like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I got two more in me. Like, yeah. that's just how I am. I'm always like, like I go, for example, I go in a sauna every day. I do a sauna, not every day, my ice bath every day, but I do a sauna a couple of days a week and it's at the top temperature. Dude, it is so hot. You have no idea. Like the last five minutes are like death. Mm. And um, I, I, one of the rules is I won't drink water, but now I have my own sauna in my house. So it's a, a little bit easier. I used to have this rule when I would go to the sauna in the gym that if someone came in before I would leave, I can't leave until they leave. <laughs> and it was really sick and twisted. But now the new thing is when I go in the sauna, I always stay another minute or two minutes. Well, right. Literally like I'm about to die. Like, Sometimes I'm afraid I'm going to pass out in that place. And it's just so intense, man. But like when you compare that to other challenges and issues, it's like a joke. Yeah. It's a joke. Like I duct tape my mouth sometimes when I do my, my sprints and I breathe out of my nose. It's gotten a lot easier for me. So I don't really do it much anymore, but I've almost pretty much mastered it. But it's very intense. It's very intense. And you feel like you're going to die. But I like to like put scenarios in my head and visualize those scenarios as I'm doing it. Cause no one's going to beat me. And I, I kind of use that same type of philosophy with everything. So when it cut, like, listen, I've been sued more than I can count on two hands. Now, everyone tries to take you down at business. People will back, backstab you. People screw you. Everyone's like, Oh, I'm going to be here forever. And then they turn around and backstab. You can't, you can't look at it like that. Like I don't hold grudges. I don't get upset. I, I, I have an, I have an issue I've developed over years. And I can't turn my head because I don't look back. I just go forward. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. You've trained, you've trained yourself. So in doing these sort of, you know, competitive events with yourself, when you sit across from somebody, what kind of power, what kind of, I, I call it alpha power. What kind of alpha power do you have as a result of that? It's so crazy. So, and I don't want to come across the wrong way saying this, but I went to an event last night. I'm not going to mention it, Nate. So I literally was in the event. There was about probably a hundred people, almost maybe like 60, 70 people there. And I was just standing there. And I was just watching. And a woman came up to me. She goes, you know, I wasn't like me. And I was smiling. I looked, you know, I was dressed professionally. Are you like the bodyguard? Who, who are you? I was like, no, no, I'm here with gym guys. You know, she's like, oh, you just look like you own the place. And I was like, no, no, I'm just here with gym guys. And I'm watching everyone here. And I'm just like, I don't belong here. Hmm. Like these people are not on my level. Yeah. No one in this room is on my level. You listen. The most powerful thing is when you could stand naked and look in the mirror in your purest form and be like so pumped up at how good you look because you take care of yourself and your body. Okay. I see these motivational speakers out there and I'm sorry. I'm just being real. I know. I, I know how, where you're going. Go ahead. How, how are you a motivational speaker and you got man boobs? Explain that to me because I don't understand that. That makes zero sense to me. Because if you're so motivational and you can't actually take care of yourself, that's a bunch of BS. Yeah. I don't waste time going to these wah, 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 hoo conferences where these people are trying to, to power you up and they give you actually no tactical advice and they've actually never done anything. Right. That's like going up to a person who is overweight that you, you're asking to have a six pack and you're going to listen to this person. Are you crazy? That's like coming to me asking me how to grow a good head of hair. Yeah. I'm and beautiful. <laughs> so you're not going to come to me, but like you need to align yourself with people who are actually doing what you're trying to do. But like when you actually take care of yourself, 
and you feel so superior, you just walk differently. You talk differently. Your confidence level is different. You're just a different type of human. Yeah. No, I love that, man. It's so true. There's, there's a lot of, uh, you know, there's a lot of chatter out there today and there's a lot of folks telling you how to do something that they've never done before. So, you know, for you though, how do you, how do you put yourself in those environments? Like, how do you identify the environments that you need to be in for you to grow at the point you're at right now? As you grow, it just, it's, it's weird to say, it just happens, man. It's weird yeah. to say, I, I can't explain it. Like your, your circles change and it just happens, dude. It just had like, I have now four friends that are billion, multi-billionaires and I've been mentored by literally the best in the game. Like I'm connected to literally the best of the best. And I've also, you know, worked on that through, through the years of coming up in, in the franchise world. And I know everybody, I know every executive, every, and I, and, and, you know, I have great relationships with these people. Everything's about relationships, but your circles change as you grow. The problem is people don't realize like there's a, just a, it's always dark, but there's a dark, dark period that you're just alone and you have to, you got to work. And like, I remember when I used to be driving home, when I was training people, like I would leave my house at like three in the morning and I'd come home at like 1130 at night. Was I tired? Dude, I thought I was going to die. I was so tired. Yeah. And then I remember I'd walk up, I was in this apartment. I had like 30 stairs up to, to, to get to my second floor. And I would just come in. I'd have to, you know, drop my food, all my Tupperware for my food throughout the day because I would just eat in the van. Everything was done in the van. And I'm like, oh my God, I got four hours and I got to do it all over again. But like, you got to have the vision. You got to believe that vision. You got to follow that vision and you can never get off that vision. The problem is the majority of people just quit too early. And yeah. when they quit and, they, and when they quit too early, it's a shame because next day could have been the day. Yeah. Next week could have been the week. But, you know, your week, you know, like I even, you know, on the, like, I feel bad for a lot of the people who've been on my team over the years that left because they take a short-term gain mm. or a long-term loss. Yeah. And that shit fuels my drive, man. And I apologize for cursing. I'm not big to curse, but that, that, that fuels my drive because when, when that release comes out with that big, big number that I split up with my whole team mm. and I make more multimillionaires than anyone's ever done before and they read it, they're going to be like, what the hell did I do? And I'm just talking about this on another podcast, but like, you know, when you look at like growth, you know, you know, in, in typical companies, you grow like this, you know, yeah, it kind of just like stays at this point, you know, unless you're, you know, you're driven enough to move up the ranks, you're with a, you know, an upcoming company, a startup, but in these large, large companies, unless you're really just like an absolute animal and you're showing, you know, value and you're, you're showing initiative, you're getting answered, you're not going to get the hockey stick effect, right? Yeah, that's it. But that's what happens, you know, because that's what's going to happen with us. Right. And and it's kind of already starting to happen. How did how, you know, I'm thinking back because, again, I, I started in personal training. I remember driving to people's houses and leaving early, coming home late. You know, your hands hurt, your feet hurt, but you got to do it again in the morning because that Tuesday 6 a.m. session is there every Tuesday. Yeah. You know, how how did you build this business while you were surviving and attacking your clients on a day to day basis? It, it was not easy, but I had this very, you know, look, in order to scale, you have to work on your business, not in your business. And, you know, very slowly I started bringing on trainers. It took, it took me almost 60 trainers before I kept one for more than a week. Right. That's, that, that's a true story. Yep. I, I was working out of my parents' dining room and, um, you know, who the hell's taking you seriously? I was telling people the same thing I'm telling people today. We're going to be the largest fitness brand in the world in the next 15 years, the largest. And people are like, 
this guy's crazy. And there's my dad. He was walking in his underwear. Like, who's going to take that seriously? You know, I mean, people like coffee shops and, you know, now we own this building. Like I bought this building. Yeah. It's very different now. But at the end of the day, that took a very long time. And I say 15 years, but it's really not 15 years. We've only been franchising and we're going we're in our seventh year. You know, it takes over a decade to even start really making movement, you know. But the problem is people also, you know, look at other people's journeys. And that's a whole nother story. But back to the original question is you got to put the right people in place and you got to have patience. You know, you got to be patient with results and impatient with action. And you got to put trust in other people. Okay. You know? And and yeah. So, so with that, again, a lot of trainers, you may have been one of them at the time, right? Nobody's a better trainer than you. You're the best. How yeah. do you find somebody? How do you find these people? And A, how within yourself do you say, I'm going to step back and I'm going to let somebody else do what they do so I can go do this? Because that's a hard thing for a lot of people to do. Very hard. That's why most people never grow, you know, yeah. and that's why I created this company because now trainers have a career path. I have trainers here making big money, man, yeah. more than any gym, more than any gym, because now I have a career path for them. I have some trainers that are literally coming in from a trainer to a territory manager, to an area manager, to a general manager. I have now people getting equity with franchise partners. They're actually coming in with no money, nothing and getting equity. Yeah. Now, and awesome. now they're getting percentages off EBITDA at the end of the year, or they're getting quarterly bonuses or SPIFs or whatever it may be. And I, fi I fixed that. Like I fixed that. that that's a problem. Like a training, being a trainer is like a job. Mm. Unless you work for gym guys, it's a career. Because yeah. unless you're going on undercover boss, what are the chances of you moving up the ranks to be the chief operating officer of a company? Slim to none. Slim to none. So to also create success, massive success and be successful, you have to figure out and solve a problem. That's been a very big problem because every trainer wants to clone themselves. Yeah. But also in order to be able to have the ability to do that, you got to have the right energy and you got to be able to persuade and do it in the right manner and get people excited and let them see that same vision. Mm. Like I said, it took me 60 people, 60 before I kept one person for more than a week. Mm. Think about that. Yeah. You need to take abuse, my friend. Like, do you know how often I was getting calls at 550? or 5.58 for a 6 a.m. appointment, I quit. I'm not doing this. The keys are in the van. Have a nice day. Like, dude, like, like no one understands the amount of suffering that I've been through and that I continue to go through on a daily basis. Yeah. Pain. What's that? Pain. That's it. Pain leads to growth, right? It does, if you look at it that way, but most people don't. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's interesting, man. I, I could relate, you know, that 6 a.m. session and the person's at the door and the employee hasn't opened it yet where are you well that's your cue to get yeah, over there and, and, and that's the first problem <clears throat> employee <clears throat> i don't call people employees hmm. it's a degrading word people call me the boss i make it very clear you do not call me the. I, it's a degrading word it's a very degrading word we have team members team members here and people call me the fearless leader that's fine but other than that we don't we don't have employees it's just a degrading word you, you're never going to get anywhere without the right team you need the right team in place in order to do that, you need to be a good leader. Yeah. And good leaders will always create other good leaders. And leadership, it has to be a skill developed over time. See, the truth is, and most people don't believe me when I say this, but it's the truth. First of all, I don't really have any friends. And I don't want any friends. I have lots of acquaintances, and that's it. Eagles fly alone. That's number one. Number two, I'm actually very introverted. People would never believe that, but I'm actually very introverted. When I'm not working, 
I'm just, the only thing I do is spend time with my kids, my family. That's it. That's all I do. I don't hang out with the boys. I don't, I've never been drunk. I've never smoked a cigarette. I've never been high, never touched any of that crap ever in my life. But at the end of the day, you know, you, you have to understand like normal doesn't work. It's that's it. That's what sums it up. Normal doesn't work. Okay. And if you're not crazy and you're not different or weird or however you want to classify it, you know, you're just never going to be able to move the needle in anything. Yeah. I love that, man. Awesome. Eagles fly alone. I know so many times we try to, everyone wants everyone to like them, but in what you're saying, Hey, I'm, it's a solo mission here, but I got a great team. You, you know, I used to throw up before I'd have to talk to a trainer about something they did wrong back in the day. I would have such anxiety that I would actually throw up. Hmm. You have to develop these skills. These skills take time to develop. You don't think you go on t- like I've been on TV. I don't know. Hundreds of times now. The first time I went on TV, I was in the bathroom throwing up. If you watch that first clip, you would never believe I was throwing up. You wouldn't even know because I'm the greatest actor. A good leader is a good actor, a good actress. And as my good friend, Mr. Knight says, you just do it. Yeah. That's it. So how did you overcome that? By just doing it. it. That's it. See, fear is the greatest indicator for the button to do it. Mm. That, that is that is the that is the answer every move i've ever made throughout my life i've been scared every single but i have you know i apologize for this term but it's true i, I my balls are bigger than anyone you're ever going to see bigger than church bells very simple that's it <laughs> and you got to take risks and you got to you got to go after it and you, you got to take risks most yeah. people are just afraid to take risks what's going to happen you're going to die what's going to happen you're going to lose your life no but the problem is people don't take risks because they don't believe in themselves enough yeah. You know, and, and, and many people think they ask, oh, they also have to be an entrepreneur. That's wrong, too. You don't have to be an entrepreneur. You could be an entrepreneur. You could bring your skill set, work in a company, have less risk, less stress, leave at the end of the day and still make an unbelievable living, sick living. Sometimes number two and number three can make more than number one. Yeah. Yeah. Oftentimes that could happen. So for you, there's a moment where you say, I'm going to franchise. Why franchise? Why was that your 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 growth engine that you chose? Yeah, that was honestly that was from day one. Okay. I love franchising because once again, you don't have all the answers and you can bring other great people into your system that can help build your system, have that passion, add insight. And it's just, it's just a fantastic model. I love it. So now that you've done it for a while, what do you love most about it? Listen, what I love most about what I do is never going to change. We help people. I don't care about every award we've gotten and Inc 500 and all that other nonsense. It's all BS at the end of the day. The real award is when you get a call from a mother of an autistic child that you work with who's low functioning. And because of the movement and the workout program we put them on, they're functioning at a higher level. That is what motivates me. That's what excites me. When you help someone lose 100 pounds and they've never been able to function in life, that's what motivates me. You make a difference in the world. It's great, right? Because when you do good things to the universe, the universe pays you back. That's it. And um, that's what I love. And that's always going to be what I love. So Josh, you're a high energy guy. I think we can all agree with that. How do you keep yourself centered and focused? Because sometimes high energy guys can bounce a little bit and, so, and, and they, they could lose their path just a little bit. And you know, the bigger you get, the more costly it could become. How do you stay focused and have you taken the left turn when you should have gone right? You, you need to, everyone needs to find their thing that takes them to another place. And you need to be doing that at least once or twice a week. And my thing is ice hockey. I've been playing hockey since I'm four years old. 
I still play every single week. I play on Saturdays with the boys. Um, I love my, I love, I love those guys. They're great. It's a great group of guys, high level hockey. It's, it's amazing. Mm. And that's the, and that, you know, I love working out. I work out, you know, five days a week too. But like when I work out, I think the only time I don't think is actually when I play hockey. And if you can't find something to take your mind away and shift, you have to, you know, like some of my greatest ideas come to me when I let my mind just clear, like you need to, like, sometimes I'll just pull up to the beach and just sit there, mm. just sit there by myself in a chair, just stare at the ocean and just sit there. And I've created some of the most amazing ideas like that. You have to, you have to know how to, I wouldn't say turn it off because I never really turn it off, but you gotta, there's gotta be a period of shift where you're in just like your own space mm. and you can allow yourself to kind of just like, you know, picture like laying down on a mattress and it's so comfy. You just kind of like unfold you're like, ah, like that one, you need to do that. And when you can find that balance, you know, you're able to like, I know when I got to turn it on, when I can turn it off, like I could be tired because I am tired sometimes. Yeah. But like, if I was going to be giving a keynote speech and I was exhausted, I would turn it on in five seconds. And you would never know. Yeah. So you got to be able to, again, it's a skill. Yep. Skills take time to develop. It's over time. Right. People think something like that's going to happen in two days. Never going to happen. Mm. Josh, you, you got to do this. Josh, you got to do that. Josh, you guys should do this. How do you manage that? Because I'm sure you hear a lot of that. Everyone's got the next best idea, idea for Josh York and gym guys. Listen, it happens all the time. You just got to, you, you got to know balance. You got to have processes in place and you can't be jumping like a cricket. You know, yeah. that's it. You know, you got to, you know, you got to stay very focused. And, you know, when when you and your executive team, my executive team, when we're together, you know, we have our goals and we're making sure we're holding ourselves accountable to those goals. And we're doing everything based on a priority. Right. So what's a priority? What's got to happen? And we start chipping away at the list. Right. Then we get our next set of priorities and we chip away at the list. Right. So you got to you got to be very strategic about it. You can't be, um, you know, overly excited about every single idea. And you got to say no a lot, too. OK. We all have strengths. We all have weaknesses for you. Biggest strengths, biggest weaknesses. My biggest strength is I, I can get into any door, any door. Okay. Like if I said I was going to, you know, meet the president, if I wanted to meet the president of the United States, I'll make that happen. Okay. I, 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 I can do anything I want. Okay. I, if, I wanted, if I wanted to be the president, I would be the president. Like I have no desire to do that, by the way. But I'm just saying that's, that's what I believe. People yep. can laugh at it. I don't care. Whatever you want to do. But, that, but that's the truth. Um, my weakness, I don't like, I don't like to see bad things. It, it bothers me. Like, I, you know, like certain things that are happening in the world with like children and like, that's my weakness. I, I, it makes me sick. Like I can't even like stomach it when I hear like someone harming a child or like, that's, that's my weakness. Like bad things that happen. I don't like it. And, um, I wish there was ways to stop it. And I'm definitely going to be, as we continue to become more and more successful, get involved to make a difference in that area. But those things really happen to bother me a lot. Got it. Okay. So I, I have you pegged as a, a master connector, a master networker, a master salesman, a master, you know, as it relates to your energy, you know, what's the trick to get, you said, I can get in any door. What's the trick? Cause somebody may say, I can't get in any doors, Josh. And you would say, there's a method to it, man. It's not easy. You know, yeah. it's not, it's, it's, it's not easy. Um, it was a little something, a little something, a little taste. Uh, <laughs> you know, it, 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 you know, look, some of the, some of the best relationships I've created took me four or five years, yeah. you know, um, you, you have to be able to 
understand people, especially nowadays with social media, there's enough opportunity out there to be able to research, to find out about people and see what makes them tick and see what you can maybe possibly send them or align with them to open up the door. Mm. But there's a method to it. Like, you know, and you got to cut, you have to cut, like me giving you advice in that area is, is not, it's not going to be helpful because at the end of the day, you have to figure out your flow and what works for you. Mm. But really at the end of the day, the majority of people just are not persistent enough. And um, I will tell you right now, it's a fact like manifestation is real. Mm. It's real. It's real. And this is not like top secret information. This is information that's been out forever, yeah. forever. Like Napoleon Hill, he's been talking about this stuff forever. Mm. I've been doing this crap even before I read any of his books. You know, like whatever you feed yourself that goes into your reticular activating system is what's going to happen. I write down 10 goals every single night. I've been doing it since I'm 17 years old. I've never in my life, I want you to make sure you hear this again. I've never in my life ever missed a night, ever in my life. And why do I do it late night? Because I'm tired. 99.999% of ah, I'll skip tonight, I'll do it tomorrow. You're a loser. That's what you are if you do that. You're a loser and you're never going to win. That's, that, that's, a, that's a fact. And um, I can't tell you how often I change that list. Because I'm just crack, cranking things off that list. Get in the Costco, check. Buy a building, check. I just keep checking everything off that list. And I'm going to continue to keep checking everything off that list. But what thoughts do you put in your mind? If you want to have a million dollars, $10 million, $100 million, if you don't start believing it and telling yourself that, you're never going to have it. Yeah. If you don't start visualizing yourself, if you want this beautiful dream home or some type of car, or you got to taste it. You got to feel the experience. Mm. You have to feel what it's like. I used to actually, back in the day, before I had anything, I used to take my wife. We used to go to, you know, usually to Ritz-Carlton. Um, I wouldn't do anything at the hotel. I would just, just make sure I could pay for one night just to get <laughs> that experience. Mr. York, how are you? It's a pleasure to meet you. I'll take you to your room. Just like the high class, right? Yeah. We wouldn't eat there. I wouldn't do anything there. I would get to the room. Don't touch anything. I, I would tell my wife, like, don't touch anything. We're leaving. Everything is. We're going to go somewhere else now, but like it's, it's legit. That stuff is legit. Yeah. But the problem is the majority of people are just too much of, you know, uh, you know, it's, it comes They're too much where it's like it's too much effort for them. Right. Like without effort, you know, like you complain, you can't complain about something that you didn't put the work in for. Right. But you got to believe it. And, you know, that's what I believe. And literally what I do is when I get any type of negativity in my life, I don't even care if it's family. I've done it already with certain people in my family. That's it. Done. I'll never talk to them again. I don't, I'm, I'm not around that because I know the life I'm going to live and the life I'm creating for my, for my family. And that's where I stay in my lane. Love it, man. Love it. Last two, last two hits for you. Somebody that's building a brand today. What's the advice for them? They want, they want to build a brand. They see you, they're inspired by you. You know, they have this idea. What's, what's the, the first steps to, to brand building? Very simple. Number one, you need to believe in what you're, you know, you're trying to do. You need to make sure you're solving some type of problem and you need to just start. That's the biggest problem. Most people are waiting for some freaking beautiful day, beautiful day with the sun shining and the flowers blooming and the birds chirping. Look, I started my business in 2008. 
probably the worst economical time you can start a business in. And everyone's like, what are you doing? Oh my God, you're crazy. This is, what, what are you stupid? This is never going to work. Listen, and another problem is people, you know, listen to their family members sometimes. You can't listen to someone who hasn't done what you're trying to do. So if you're taking advice from the wrong people, shame on you. But at the end of the day, you want to build a brand, you better figure you're going to be putting at least 10 years of work in and you might not make much money at all. And you better have a plan, right? Because the honest truth is I suffered with cash flow issues for pretty much 10 years straight. Yeah. I never paid myself that much money. I could have. I just kept reinvesting everything. Yeah. All my friends are driving these fancy cars at the time and I'm seeing everybody do great things. I was, you know, working on 4th of July. I was working on holidays. I was always working, marketing, doing, you know, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, everyone's like, oh my God, it's July 4th weekend. Let's get out. I'm thinking, holy crap, the beaches are going to be packed. I'm going to blast out marketing materials. I'm going to hit every single car in the parking lot. I'm going to stand up with a sign right in front of the beach, book a free session today. I've done all stuff like that. Everyone else is hanging out, having a good time. If you don't pay your dues, it's not going to work. You want to build a successful body? It takes a long time, my friend. It takes a long time and it yeah. takes consistency and that's a superpower. And you only develop that superpower by perfecting your craft. Practice makes permanence and you got to do it every single day. Love it, man. The word champion, I call it the becoming a champion show. What's the word champion mean to Josh York? Oh, it just means superior, right? It just means, you know, you know, you look at your losses and you smile and you laugh at them and you brush them off because any, any type of loss to me is a win. I don't look at anything as a negative. I look at everything as a positive. I take negative signs. I slice them down the center. I make them a positive. But to be a champion is to be able to not get disturbed by all the, 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 the noise that's going to, you know, come your way. All the people are going to try to take you down. You know, you're never going to get to the top without making some enemies along the way. I promise you that. And not everyone's going to like you. Not everyone's going to say great things about you. But that's okay. You just keep working. Because when you start making the magic happen, then everyone's like, oh, my God, look at that. Look at that. Like, I, I, it, it's crazy what's happened over the years just from, like, all these people who've said all these things about me. And they all start to come back around again, which is really crazy. Like, mm -hmm. literally, this just happened the other night. I had um, this, uh, this, this, this guy I grew up with I used to be really good friends with. I haven't talked to his mother in like 15 years and she reached out to me randomly and I was, it was like the weirdest call. So I called her back. I was like, Hey, I'm just trying to call. And she was like crying on the phone. And she's like, Oh my God, I can't believe how you, where you are. And it's so, I'm so impressed. And then she's trying to tell me about her new boyfriend and sell me fucking insurance. I'm, I was just like, is this woman serious? But that's what people are. People are fake. Yeah. People are fake. No one's real. And if, if, if the, and again, when you talk about building relationships, just to give you some, some a real good tip here. If she would have actually just called and said that without the other part and left it at that and then slowly drop seeds along the way and watered them here and there, that's how you build a relationship. Too many people come in for the kill right away. And that's where you go wrong. And that's where everyone crumbles. If you're going to go all in on day one, hey, I want to meet you. It's never going to work. And it's never going to happen ever. Yeah. All right. Let's let's finish here and feed your positive spirit. What are we doing with Jim, guys? What's next? What's the big what's next for you guys? We, we, we have a lot of new locations about to open. Um, our growth is about to get really crazy. Uh, we'll be definitely entering into more countries and um, just bringing a lot of new franchise partners, changing people's lives and just continuing to scale. Anything specific that you're that you're manifesting right now? 
I can't give out all my secrets, no. But uh, we got some, we got some good things. In I had to ask, right? I mean, it's you know, we could talk about being bold today via chat. I got to ask, what's going on in that in that power center? Yep, no, cool. appreciate it. But yeah, we got a lot of great things happening. Awesome, man. This was great, team. I hope you enjoyed that great episode with Josh York. The energy, the fire, the passion. The lessons, one of my favorite was be an eagle, right? Don't worry about who's next to you. Be an eagle, fly above, fly above, be above the noise, be above the gossip, be above it all and stay laser focused. Don't worry about everybody loving you and liking you. Just be fully committed to what it is that you've committed to. Another great lesson, you know, put yourself through some discomfort, some pain, challenge yourself. If you're always looking for easy, you get comfortable with easy. So you got to challenge yourself. Great episode, great company, gym guys getting bigger and bigger every day. And Josh York, great job, my friend, keeping everybody inspired and motivated. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, give us a thumbs up, give us a like, put some comments down below for those on YouTube. And again, let's Give it a clap for Mr. Josh York. Great episode of the Becoming a Champion show. I'll see you guys next week. This is Coach Dana Cavalier with another great episode. I'll see you guys. See ya.